0: do you hate your job of course you do so do liz and noah now it's time to join their conversation so you can figure out how to quit your soul-crushing job
1: welcome to another episode of when can i quit my job and today i am joined by travis keller um and we've been friends for it's probably about two years now so mm-hmm. um we didn't meet in boot camp but uh, the landgate boot camp but i met oh, andrew uh
0: mcintyre is that his name i think that's right
1: yeah and uh and and then subsequently after boot camp uh he started like a, a facebook mastermind and i think that's
0: where we met right yes i believe that is right we, we, had, we were doing weekly calls
1: and so you knew andrew or he connected with you somehow is that right <laughs> Do you want to hear the
0: story you yeah i've never heard the story no yeah i don't think uh, i
1: have i'd love to hear the story
0: yeah so another guy named uh jason who you know yeah jason, jason uh Lydard. Sure. Right. So when I, fr- <laughs> when I first jumped into the land business like you,
1: uh-huh.
0: um, I was out there looking for deals. and Jason had some land for sale out in Nevada. And I got in touch with Jason. I was like, Oh, this is awesome. I found a really good deal. I'm gonna buy this land. And then yeah, you know, long story short, the deal ended up falling through. But uh, I think before it fell through, Jason sent me an invitation or sent me either sent me up with some money or sent me an invitation to, to you guys' Facebook group. Okay. And uh, once I found out that he was a fellow land academy. And then, you know, the rest is kind of history. Got of the yeah. group and That's how we start giving our calls.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. So pause on that conversation for a little bit. I want to kind of get more of your background and where you came from. So I guess kind of like maybe even back into your childhood. I don't know if you grew up around <laughs> like um, – did you grow up, like, in an environment with, like, were your parents entrepreneurs or business owners or anything like that? Or did you have any of that kind of influence, like, when you were younger or, like, in high school or anything like that?
0: You know, that's a great question because it really does kind of influence the path that people take in life. Um, my, my dad is a, you know, my father was a traditional job man. He did for probably a decade when he was about my age. Mm-hmm. He started his own business uh well, he purchased a business selling lawnmowers because it was kind of a hobby. Yes, we're okay. We're in the south, and that's a big thing down here. You know.
1: Yeah, like so, like uh, like a f- fix and flip kind of thing.
0: No, nah, well, I mean, they did do some of that when those kind of things came up, came came by. But it was primarily just people. Well, yeah, I guess that's kind of what they would do. They would also sell new stuff as well, though. John Deere tractors ended up evolving into four wheelers, jet skis, and okay, things of that nature. So you know, he kind of I saw him go through that. He and my mother, because he had. my my mother pretty much ran the business while he, he owned it and did the back end stuff. Okay. Um I saw him go through that while he was working his full-time day job when he was about my age, and he was raising kids to boot on top of all that. Oh, yeah. And so How many, how know, many was siblings do you have? Essentially two siblings there, you know, did the traditional route, went to college, and got good jobs. Okay. And I'm kind of finishing up that path as well now I'm in my last semester of, of college trying to get out. Um, but anyway, I don't want to skip ahead. Essentially, yeah, two two siblings. So my dad worked on the business, worked the day job, raised us, had a wife. I saw him go through that and uh you know it's always kind of been in the back of my mind yeah to run businesses and was it a a positive
1: experience like from from you looking from the outside looking in toward your dad's experience with all that was it was it an overall positive thing we've had
0: a lot of discussions about this recently now that i'm an adult and uh, it was positive to see how that can be done but i know i put a lot of stress on the family you can imagine Mm -hmm. you know you you can imagine if you try to run a business and do your day job as you have been and raise kids all at the same time how difficult that can be sure so it was inspirational to me but at the same time it was now that now that I'm an adult we've had conversations about it recently he's kind of in a way almost discouraging me from taking that route because he kind of mm. you know with the traditional salary route in the end would encourage that for his children because it's a safer more secure route which you can empathize with
1: yeah I can I can empathize with the um, with the sentiment but I kind of personally <laughs> am at a point where I don't I no longer agree with that personally but mm-hmm. that is the that's the overwhelming that's The thought in society that's that's kind of what's pushed upon us i just personally i don't buy into that any longer but i i know where that's coming from and i understand that as a parent passing that knowledge down to their their child especially if Mm -hmm. that's where he found his own financial security and his path forward so i get it
0: yeah. And, and it's a little different now. We've got opportunities their parents didn't with, with the, this wild thing called the internet. You know, sure. You can do your entrepreneurship all the, from home, completely from home. You exactly. Know, that opportunity 20 years, 30 years ago. Yeah. Well, it goes both there.
1: ways. It goes both ways. We have opportunities. They didn't, and they had opportunities we didn't because, you know, back sure. then there was uh, jobs with pensions and you could get a job out of college and work there for 30 years. And that doesn't really exist mm-hmm. anymore either. So, mm-hmm. but you just, you got to embrace a change. And I think that's... Mm-hmm. That's what we're talking about.
0: Yeah. So, you know, if you, I guess I'll kind of tell you how I got to this point. It's a great segue talking about change. Yeah. Uh, so I mentioned that I had served in the military for a number of years. It was in the Air Force. And Jason and I kind of connected on that. Yeah. And, right. Um, kind of got out of the military and did, I don't know if you want to call it Gap here, and then came back to college, worked in oil for a while, lots of things. But uh, okay. two, or three years ago. What do you mean? Ago, well, just briefly,
1: what do you mean, uh, worked in oil? What does that mean?
0: Oh, I guess we haven't had this discussion. I uh, worked as a non Constructive testing technician on oil rigs
1: oh wow Gulf okay no i didn't know year, that oh yeah, wow
0: after the military there's cool. there's some time and other things in there but yeah that working with trades people down there in louisiana i don't know if any of your listeners are Louisiana. you guys are a different breed yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> i
1: have uh i have i almost said friends i don't know if i consider them for i know people in louisiana <laughs> <laughs> we'll try not to
0: insult, insult anyone. no sure sure no it's
1: it's a different place but there's nothing wrong with that, but yeah. Sorry, I sorry. How
0: to work hard or take a lot of crap. Yeah. <laughs> <don't say> <laughs> well, those are good so, lessons to learn. Yeah, they're they 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 it, it. And I'll get to this in a minute, but I tell you what, being a older student who's worked in trades for nearly a decade, coming back to college has just been. Mm. My peers don't know what to do with me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, if you they don't mind, what, what? How you know? I don't usually ask people this, but how how old are you? I'm uh, 31. 31. Okay, so you're you're still you're you're yeah. a lot younger than I am. So, I'm oh. I'm 39. So, don't oh, tell don't tell I, anybody. <laughs> well,
0: you're doing well now. I I had the impression you were in your upper 20s.
1: Oh, hey, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I feel like I'm in my older 20s, but I'm starting not to look like it, but that's another story. Uh, wow. <laughs> I met so long
0: ago and I'm finding out all this about you now. Yeah, Interesting. E- exactly. So, sorry, oh.
1: conti- continue. So you, you went back to school and...
0: Came back to school to uh, decided to, to go the engineering route because I just decided, you know, if I was going to mm-hmm. go spend all that time, it's, well, not money because the VA pays for school, but if I was going to go spend all that time and right. effort, I in my particular scenario, my, my father told me go do something that's a challenge to you personally. So sure. for me, that challenge was engineering in particular. There's lots of ways that you can get challenged in life. and College is not the only one, but sure. I decided to take the engineering route because I have a technical background in different jobs okay. uh, from before, both in and out of the military. But um, Oh, cool. Yeah, so I did all that for a couple of years, got into software, well, hardware, computer hardware. We, we blurred the lines between electrical and, uh, and software. Oh, okay. Engineering and software. Hmm. Is that but, that
1: sounds like it'd be uncommon for someone to do both the hardware and the software? Like is that is that pretty uncommon?
0: It's not as common. So If anyone ever hears of computer engineering, that's what we are. Computer engineers are essentially the people who design your laptops and all of your computer electronics from like the transistor level upward. Okay. And then the software engineers come in after we're done and they they put all the software on the hardware. So we have to know how software works, but we also have to know how electrical engineering works because we bridge that gap in the middle. So
1: electrical engineering is like literally like circuitry and designing a motherboard and that kind of thing, basically?
0: I mean, to be honest, it's black magic. <laughs> okay, yeah, it sounds like it
1: to me. As far as I know, <laughs> yeah,
0: that's kind of what we do: we like, amplifiers, power systems, and circuits and stuff like that. But okay, before, you know, we don't get we computer people don't get too nitty gritty into the instrumentation and wireless and everything like that. We kind of do the software side.
1: Okay. Of those okay. So okay.
0: Mostly like microcontrollers. You've heard of Arduino and stuff like that. That's all expertise
1: yeah okay and so so how did maybe that didn't lead to to this? um to to your new ventures that you're you're in so was it that or was it something else or like what what changed after it was the spark well tell tell me about the spark (laughs) yeah okay
0: and i'd love to hear about your spark at some point too um yeah i'll go ahead and take the show for a second sure yeah Uh, Two or three years ago, Dad first started talking about getting ready to retire. Okay, in <laughs> the sixties, I uh, wasn't at the time, but anyway, he first started talking about retiring. This is the first I heard. You know, they were examining their options about whether they were going to be financially secure enough to retire. Right, uh, it is something I never thought of as a guy in his upper twenties at the time. And uh, right. right about that time, uh, an old military friend of mine, who I served in leadership school with in the Air Force, reached out to him and he. Oh. I don't talk much now, but I spoke with him and I mentioned this conversation that i had with my dad. Uh, he basically sat down with me and he ran the numbers. He's like, look, if you just do nothing but save your money, investing aside, mm-hmm. but if you just save money, you just put money in the bank. Mm-hmm. With, in, with inflation and, all, and, and market swings and the, all, all the other factors that uh-huh. uh, come into play in your ability to tuck away money, you're never going to retire at least from a financial perspective, you will never have enough money to survive without a salary for very long. You know, right. unless you retire what five years and then you got to go back to work. Right. That was a big wake up call because nobody ever says that, you know, IRA, 401k, all that kind of stuff. You just put your eggs in that basket. You'll be fine. And right. That may be true if you do everything correctly, but uh, strictly savings, he said, you'll never retire. You'll be working until you die, which is, I believe that it's fine to work until I die, but it's going to be on my terms.
1: Right. Uh, You know, because that's that's that's,
0: that's kind of what we're going at. Financial freedom doesn't
1: mean you have to retire, or quit working. I mean, and retirement doesn't mean you have to quit working. So those are all different. Jim
0: Ferris style of talk. Right. Just has the freedom to do what he wants exactly
1: financial freedom is yeah a, a different conversation than retirement
0: exactly and so that's kind of what's what this is all about so right about that same yeah. time that i had that conversation with him i, I don't know if he pushed me into it I, I think i picked up rich dad poor dad there's a lot of us do that's yes like the first brainwashing that we get yep into this. <laughs> i came into that <laughs> into much later actually but yeah <laughs> I, I've, I've
1: read it of course
0: yeah i mean it's kind of like on the other you know, room. Entrepreneur want to be entrepreneur. That, that those of us that are Kiyosaki kind of appeals to the layman, to the, those of us who don't have the financial education. We don't have the right.
1: To yeah,
0: it, you know? it's so he's yep. carved out that niche.
1: He speaks to everybody. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And that was probably an untouched audience. So he's he's done wildly successful in that. So yeah. So um, it
1: was kind of a conglomeration of your dad I mean, being at the point where he has to actually consider the real numbers. And you talking to someone who you were a friend with about the reality of actually being able to retire the way we're told our whole lives growing up that we're supposed to be able to, kind of. Those two Mm -hmm. things coming together in your mind? Mm
0: -hmm. Yep, those two things come together, and I I mean, it just lit a fire with me. This guy became uh, my—he was a little younger than me, but that didn't matter. Yeah. He became my unofficial mentor for a year, maybe two years. Yeah, yeah. And I just gobbled up every ounce of information that he could give me. He said that nobody he's ever mentored has done all the homework that he gives them, but I did every single bit of it.
1: Wow. And And was he, you know,
0: I mean, I'm still on the journey, but.
1: Sure. We all are. But so is he like at a place where like he's financially financially free?
0: I would say so. But yeah. he's one of those guys who's never going to be satisfied. You know, he's trying to build an empire and pass on wealth for generations and generations. So, sure. Yeah. Sure. I guess he would say financially free for him. It's, you know, building a legacy whole thing is work as hard as he can for two or three years and not sleep. You know, not eat, not whatever, just work mm-hmm. like a dog as, as hard as he can for a few years and then potentially have off for the rest of his life. He's basically got really ambitious goals, and he's going to do anything that it takes to achieve them. No wow. What.
1: I think on, on one level, that's admirable, but to me, it's not enviable. Hey, guys, I want to take a quick second to tell you about our first sponsor for the show. It's a product called Anywhere TV. Liz and I have had it in our house for a little over a week now. Basically, what it amounts to is having access to anything you could want to watch ever so any movie any TV show any channel you want to watch it's all on there all the movie channels pay-per-view live events uh, we've had it for the last week we love it it's portable you can move it from one TV to another you can take it with you on the road works anywhere it's really an awesome service it's always updating adding new channels it's not hard to install very easy to operate you don't have to be a technological genius Drew Connolly will get you set up on it he's really easy to work with he's a great guy and you're gonna like working with him. so if you have any questions go to Facebook Facebook And look up anywhere TV. That's anywhere TV. I highly encourage you to reach out to Drew and get set up on anywhere TV today and let Drew know we sent you. Now back to the show. Like I, that's not not my plan. It's not my plan. I don't want to do that. Like I want to, I want to, I want to work sustainably hard for years and years, like, but an enjoyable kind of working hard where I won't want to retire and I'm still building wealth. You know what I mean? Because you're enjoying
0: yourself and you're just making more and more money ex- more education.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So, like, I don't mind working hard. I don't mind putting the time in to learn and connect with people and... Providing as much value as I can but it's it's not about just working hard so I don't ever have to work again. I mean, and then like killing myself in the process like those. I mean, and I'm not trying to criticize the person. I'm just saying that's not my personal approach and that I would not model what I'm doing after that. For sure. I don't know. What do you, What's your take on that.
0: He's a traitor. So he's all about getting up at, you know, the crack of dawn, 4 a.m., whatever. Oh, not like Benedict Arnold. <laughs> no. Oh, <No>, okay. No. <laughs> I wouldn't
1: call him out like that on the podcast. <laughs> <He's>... <laughs> like That <laughs> traitor, you don't even know me but
0: he's a traitor. I'm you.
1: Can't use that word when you're from the military. You'll get somebody hung. <laughs> <laughs> no, a T-R-A-D-E-R. Oh, a I traitor. got you. Okay. Like that makes traitor. more sense. Okay. <laughs> i was yeah, like wow call him out what's you his trader? name <laughs> 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 name dropped the guy oh no, no sorry sorry Forex okay trader.
0: okay right so, so i don't i did that for a while and i, what I came to realize if any of your listeners have uh difference of opinion, feel free, but what I've come to realize is that most of the successful traders that I've seen, it and it is fine if you want to work for it, and I totally understand All things come with time, but it's like they, they all took, mm-hmm. the fastest I've ever seen is two years and then maybe five years to become proficient in trading, and okay. they every day, whenever the markets are open trading, and all of them lost a ton of money oh. before they became wildly successful traders. In the end, they prevailed, but they lost a ton of money and time on the way. Yeah, know? yeah. And uh, I wasn't, it just wasn't my cup of tea. It's not something I sure, love. You know, I'm, sure. I'm not willing to lose $30,000 to to learn that trade and then have to be up at the same time every day, no matter where I am in the world to work. I want a flexible schedule. So that didn't sure. feel to me in particular. Yeah, and, I could uh, see that.
1: Yeah. I feel like...
0: So he kind
1: of... Sorry. I don't mean to interrupt, but I feel like to have the type of wild success that some of these people have, you can't achieve that level of success at least and have it be somewhat sustainable without having the valleys too without going through those trials and tribulations because you ha- you have to learn real life lessons to have mm-hmm. sustainable su- success in life when we're another yep. so yeah it makes sense that that's how it works for them but mm-hmm. yeah i mean you have to be careful that when you're in that valley that you don't find a companion like you know cocaine or alcohol <laughs> or something you know what i mean like which yeah. runs rampant in in those those types i mean you know wall street mm-hmm. trader types i mean that's mm-hmm. It's a trope for a reason, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a dangerous path to take, yeah. I don't know. And it's it's not enviable from where I'm sitting anyway.
0: Right, me neither. You know, with all these sleep studies coming out now too, all this new research on sleep and just how critical sleep is. I'm oh, I'm yeah. all about I'm prior military so I get being tough and staying up and trying to work hard and push through the sleep, but what I'm coming to realize is that really you're just literally killing yourself. When oh, yourself
1: sure. Yeah, I. I mean, I've listened to dozens and dozens of like different types of motivational and self-help books, and like all of like the gurus of self-improvement, like they'll have a whole chapter on sleep. Like you, you got to get sleep. Like that's a part of living a successful life is getting enough sleep. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like you don't realize that, but it's it's hard. a real thing. Sure, it's it hard is. to
0: prioritize you know
1: yeah i mean and it sometimes it takes until you're older to realize the importance of it but Mm -hmm.
0: um well it's not easier to operate when when you don't have sleep when you get (laughs) old sure right (laughs) but you you know you
1: you can convince yourself you're powering through and you're being more productive because you're awake longer but you realize maybe eventually that you're putting in 60 percent of the work because of how tired you are and even if you're awake 30 percent more of the time you're still losing out Mm-hmm. absolutely um, but
0: diminishing returns you yeah know, I, i've been working my tail off lately and, uh it's it's hard to come by sleeping so i just think you know like a lot of these guys are working as hard as me but they've got families or they got wife and they got kids i sure i don't know how you guys get your sleep and work that hard
1: yeah <laughs> on, you know yeah uh, you you have to prioritize uh, you just like you said, you, you might have to put it in your calendar and say, sorry, family <laughs> time for daddy to go to bed. You know, that's, that's yeah. a legitimate thing.
0: Yeah. If you, uh, if you can get your podcast, uh, you right. Yeah. Podcast,
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. If, if, yeah. <laughs> if you haven't spent an hour <laughs> to get the audio working, <laughs> um, but yeah. so, okay. So we, <laughs> we've been enjoying ourselves and, in, in, but I want to, so you, we let's go back to like you coming in to being introduced to the land business. Tell us a little bit about like your experience with the land business and what you're doing now with it.
0: Yeah, sure. I'd love to. So that you, well, I'll get to that. You asked me earlier if my uh, studies in school led to this in any way and they, they have in a way, but I don't want to get ahead of myself. Um Yeah. So I got introduced to land flipping by that guy. Yes. The, my mentor that I, That i mentioned previously okay he's pointed me to something you know i actually think probably was podolsky's page the land geek i think it was his page okay uh the first great place to start i had to land (laughs) you might be biased yeah (laughs) Um, the first place exposure that i had to land flipping so i got on his site and i devoured Mm -hmm. every piece of content that i could get my hands on all the free toolkit yeah yeah yep the investor toolkit did okay. that just ate it up, and I just loved it. I loved the niche. I loved that there wasn't quite as much competition. I love yeah. I love land because I'm an outdoorsy kind of guy. Um, yeah. Who, who does coding all day? Yeah. I don't yeah. Know if that's... <laughs> outdoorsy,
1: but, uh... <laughs> coding guy. That's very unlikely combination. Yeah. 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 <laughs> have an office in a treehouse
0: yeah. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> with five G, so, I um, hope. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, so. <laughs> so Podolsky was my first exposure and I started going down his path and i was uh, I was right on the brink of you know I'd been saving money I had gotten scholarships I was right on the brink of this is you know there were some things in between I kind of got a mastermind going with some fellow fellow friends of mine from the military okay but um I was right on the brink of purchasing and pulling the trigger on like going all in. On doing this land investing stuff i had absorbed all the free knowledge i could i listened to all the podcasts mm-hmm. that i that i possibly could and then somebody mentioned some of the other uh, some of the other gurus if you will the land academy interns, bosch and the land academy you know. okay and some of the other ones, and I, I don't, I guess it was just the Land Academy had marketing that appealed to me, and mm-hmm. I just devoured all their content too, their ebooks. I listened to as many podcasts as I could find from them, and just ate it up. You know, it's kind of like when yeah. you get your hooks into something and oh, you get yeah. obsessed with it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's how I. Did. I get it, and, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like anti,
1: I'm not anti Land Academy or anything like that. I, you know, I just. I, I learned most of what I know from, from Land Geeks. That's my fallback. But, I mean, I, I listened yeah. to plenty of the Land Academy podcast when it was still Jack and Jill before he went back, weirdly, to being Steve for some reason, uh, for, <laughs> uh, for proprietary reasons, I am assuming. Um, right. Uh, there are reasons. Yeah. So, yeah, and they have, you know, I like, I use, uh, right now I use um, uh, Offers to Owners. Um, even though I'm thinking about switching to lob all that stuff so they have good products and all that stuff and I and you know I don't I don't pay this this sh- podcast doesn't pay allegiance to one over the other uh, other than I'm more right. familiar with one and you know that's the business model I base what I do off of but yeah so sorry sorry to interrupt I was just kind of um you're oh, not gonna you're fine. not gonna offend me by saying sure. one thing's better than the other or you prefer this or that <laughs> so that's all I'm saying oh no
0: sure well apparently they used to be uh, I do not to go too much into this on the podcast. But oh I, yeah, there's like know,
1: some there's like uh some some backstory riffraff there, isn't there? Like yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's what I heard. Yeah, they were coworkers. Uh oh. yeah. and, and and they they, they came like from Jack. and they like don't they like seek like hush hush kind of like slyly refer to each other from time to time like
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. like other <laughs> like competitors other, in our, in our right. industry when basically. there's only like two major competitors yeah, and they both people. know each
1: other. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, we
0: always know who they're talking about.
1: Yeah, there should be like this this land this land like Hulk Hogan, Macho Man kind of <laughs> beef, you know, like Yeah, uh, we need an that's what rap
0: battle of history or or a, or yeah, a TV uh, celebrity death match. Oh, there you go. Yeah, exactly. You
1: know? That's that's what the industry needs We're for exposure.
0: <laughs> go back in the day there. Uh um, sorry, I didn't, anybody, no. I didn't mean to derail you I
1: didn't mean to derail
0: you well, we're just going on, no problem. Yeah. yeah. No problem. So just, you know, I kind of got into that, and then uh, I told my mastermind group, which was again some old military guys that I met, some new friends. I actually, I met one of them at a uh, Kiyosaki, Kiyosaki Real Estate seminar. Oh in wow. Chicago, and uh, hey, we had had a similar job in the military, so we clicked. And are you based out of? Kind of team up together, again, but
1: where you oh, live? Oh man. <laughs> oh can you t- can you say you don't have um, to you don't have to just oh, what no, state no, is not
0: that well not even state I was in Korea and Japan and Texas Nebraska and just lots,
1: lots oh of wow
0: lots of places so uh I mean it was over six years of my life so wow okay That was a that was a big time yeah yeah but uh anyway I mean I, I you know just cut to the chase. I told these guys, "Hey, I'm going to start a land company. Does anybody want to do this? I'm all in. I've already put the money down. I've already paid for the program. I'm addicted to this. I absolutely want to do it. I even wrote some programs to like scrape some, you know, to get data from some of the websites before I even bought the package. Oh wow. Um, okay. Because I was just so into, it, you know, wanted to do it. But uh, yeah. One of them, one of them came on board. And he said, "Yeah, I'll team up with you. So let's do it. So we started our started our business, started our LLC. Went through an mm-hmm. educational program and then sent out our mail a few months later, and you can remember what uh, that first mailer is like. Yeah, all the, the sit on your hands and wait. Oh, okay,
1: it. yeah, yeah. Once once somebody finally responds, yeah. yeah, go to hell. Do you know what this is worth? Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I get <it> all the <laughs> and time. not so nice I got words. I just the other day that oh, just the other day this guy he, he he wrote on the paper in big red ink. The paper's bleeding. He's like, not for sale, but we had a great laugh. Thanks a lot. Sticking it to you, Uh, sticking it to you. There's something
1: I advertised it for a while on this podcast. I'll I'll have to share it with you. I made a um I made a song. I, I took all my worst voicemails and I put it to some music. I heard it. You I did. It. Oh, it you did. Okay. Oh yeah. I showed it in our group. I showed it. I forgot. Yeah, I showed yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, I've got some oh, I more. To the podcast. There's... I thought it was great. Oh, okay. Oh, I want to hear it. <laughs> There's, I'm going to have to make a sequel now because I'm, Getting more, but I was cracking up. <laughs> I was pretty proud. That yeah, was great. It was yeah. a really great idea. Yeah. So I know how, yeah. No, <laughs> I know how that first mailer goes.
0: Yeah. But you get over it. You know, it's this, this, this one thing that I've learned in this business. I've been doing this for two years now, mm-hmm. since August of 17, I think.
1: Okay. So and, we started uh, like almost exactly honest. at the same time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We came into this relatively at the same time. Yeah. I've done 15, 16, 17, somewhere around there deals. By now, not okay. A ton. Okay. Um, and yeah, I'm at know, like I'm at like mar- 22 you know, or something. success. Sure. Okay. Okay. So we're not far off. Yeah. Um. And you just you just go and it's like it's it's hard. You know, they make it sound like it's so easy in the educational programs. Yeah. But it is a ton of work. Yeah. And customers and you can get lost in how to structure your business, how to build a website, how to manage sure. your phone calls, and just all the. The distractions there i get stuck building software tools all the time because i'm like oh this will save me time later and then later yep. i'm like oh well this will save me more time later and then at the end yep. of the day i don't get a mailer sale yeah so, I mean, yeah, that's the case in any business you just yeah you get distracted by things major time on major things as jim says.
1: yeah um, trying to uh yeah do that lately yeah I love Jim Rohn.
0: Yeah, we'll have to talk about him offline sometime. He's a, he's a pretty darn inspirational. For he sure. Passed away, but he he, he did, He's got yeah. some really good stuff out there. So yeah. But um. So where did that you lead know. you?
1: Because uh, we talked recently, and you got some new things going on. So where where has all this led?
0: Yeah. So this semester, i have only taken one class, but uh, I'm finishing. You know, it's my last semester. My head's been spinning. So I know how that goes, brother. Uh, man, you do, you're just talking about the peaks and valleys of the business. So mm-hmm. over so the summer, we moved up to the spring and summer, we moved up to trying to do some deals in Minnesota and um, <clears throat> just nothing really stuck. We had some properties that we were trying to assign, and for uh-huh. anybody who doesn't know what assignment it is, it's basically you have marketable interest into in a contract, and you have the authority to not market it like a real estate buyer. But if you if you if you if you happen to know a buyer or something like that, you you can collect a cut in the middle. But you know, yeah, you have to do it the right way. Kind of like a broker, but not... <laughs> not agents, not a broker, right? Yeah. yeah, I'm not selling it for someone; I'm selling it for myself.
1: It I'm doing that... that. I just I'm doing right. my first one right now on. Hey, if you need help, my look, first no, option, I'd be happy to help you. Yeah. Yeah. I'll I've, tell you all about it. Okay. All right. Um, cool. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. continue. I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I'm good we'll, at that.
0: We'll talk about it offline. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, you know, it's just like we got in a Valley. So the spring and summer, I was, I was running, out of, running out of money personally. I didn't want to pull any money out of my business if I could help it. Um, and, uh we just weren't selling anything i know you've had the same struggles with land just on the market yep. i mean we we couldn't yep. we, we had land that wouldn't sell because it was flooded because beavers had built a dam and then it's marshy and then there was other properties that were big but you couldn't get access to it was just like yeah Our research said it was a hobby but we could sell the land for. so my partner and i kind of got discouraged and i was about ready to quit at the beginning of this semester i went and got a couple of jobs i got a part-time job as an engineer and i got a part-time job as a field service engineer on the weekends and i'm still doing those so i uh those well i can't at the school
1: as the representative of when can i quit my job i can't condone that but i understand it
0: (laughs) well and we're we're, we're, yeah we're gonna get on that i mean it was just like i was trying to go it alone and make the land business my primary source of income for the longest time and Mm -hmm. We were growing the business. It was growing, but it wasn't to the point where I could live off of it. So I was like, sure. I have to do what I've got to do to ensure the continuity of my business and to be able to pay my own bills. Right. So I did that. I went to the did those jobs for a few months and I'm still still doing them now. And, uh, you know, it kind of I was I, I told my partner, I was like, all right, we're going to keep doing this, but I need to I need a break for a few months and then we're going to reboot. And so lately, we've been slowly ramping up again, getting more mail out. But come January when school's over then that's the time to hit hard game on, but, um, yeah, that's game on. But, uh, kind of the the track I took now here, four years as computer engineering student, having a background in in software, I've been fortunate enough to, you know, learn how to code and, uh, part of this business is getting your mailers, getting the data from the internet and getting it. So you don't waste money spending, sending uh, mailers to people that don't need mail entries, bad addresses, people who don't actually live there—yep, all the things that we do to scrub our data down. And so, since we started this business, since I met you, mm-hmm. I've been teaching myself Excel automation, Google Sheets automation, and how to you know, scrape web pages, and all this kind of stuff, and just building up a suite of tools to the point where finally, essentially, I brought these services to a successful land academy member, and that—who had a lot of you know visibility within our particular land community—showed it to the right people and. Apparently, there's a lot of other people, a lot of other land investors who see value in basically being able to push a button and complete something in seconds that would take them countless hours each month to clean up their mailer. Yeah. So So, give
1: give the 30-second description of the product that you created.
0: Sure. Well, I've got multiple ones at this point. We may not have discussed them, but uh, essentially, anybody who's in the land business, uh, we all know what scrubbing is. We have to take our data and clean it up. So that can involve removing duplicate mailers, taking out different addresses, removing people who don't live there, out of state, out of country. Mm
1: -hmm. Anyway,
0: all those things that typically take you hours to do by hand in Google Sheets or Excel, or even if it's 30 minutes, I've got it to where it's literally you press a button and then maybe you hit yes or no a few times and you can go down and scrub your entire mailer so that's yeah. that's one of them and then i've written another macro and these take a long time you know maybe 30 40 hours of my life and then wow, uh, yeah. another one is something that takes us all a long time is pricing our mailers you know you have to go through yep. and write exp- expensive formulas because you don't want to price everything exactly the same you got different acreage different ranges different things you want to price by so right it essentially just lets you go through and price your mailer by subdivision or school district or whatever you decide you would like to price by, and different acreage ranges at that as well maybe you want to price five to ten one price breaker and ten to fit 20 another price breaker wow so those are yeah those are two of my tools that i've got public which just sounds
1: like massively helpful so basically yeah like all the longest most tedious parts of this job in a pre-written program where you just click a couple buttons basically
0: Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. that's the goal everybody's chasing yeah. that easy button right
1: exactly and then You're so what happened person. when you brought it to this this guy you were talking about
0: well he'd had me write one for him personally and uh and i did it he went and displayed it in a live event and i <laughs> from hearing from other people who were at that event, quote i think everyone's jaw dropped when you just pressed the button and your entire ma- entire, ma- entire mailer was scrubbed so that was kind wow. of the reaction and now i've got people emailing me all the time saying hey yeah i'd like to I'd like to get one of those too. So I'm open. If anybody out there is looking to have this product or have new ones created, Mm -hmm. feel free to send me an email.
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'll at least uh, link to your email address.
0: Sure. Sure. We can do that. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: And so that's, that's kind of, where you are now like where the land business is taking you right now like you're kind of on pause on the buying and selling because of school waiting for january to roll around to get back into it and you've created these 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 products basically these these programs that you've written that you're implementing and you're still are you so you're still writing some of those too
0: i'm always writing new tools i'm tweaking those and i've got things that you know aggregate Real estate data mm-hmm. from the web. I tell you all about whatever everything's going on. But yes, I'm yeah. still writing them, still tweaking them, always always working on them. They're never done because new things come up. And so if
1: you find the right buyer at the right price, I imagine you'll entertain anything you imagine you could accomplish. <laughs> right? Like as far In as Excel? these these programs go. Yeah. As far as Yes. They're they're called macros, right?
0: In Excel they're called macros. In Google it's just called a, a script. A script Basically. or a or bot, ad, or right? A, an add-on. Okay. You know? okay. Yeah. Okay. So
1: you specialize in Excel.
0: I specialize in Excel. I can also do Google Apps Script. I just haven't done it in quite a while. It seems like most people are using Excel for whatever crazy reason.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm an Excel guy. I, I'm addicted to spreadsheets, and that's a weird thing. But
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, let me see what I can uh, later on. Let me see what I can give you a hand with. Maybe I can help speed sure. you up your process, too. You know?
1: I, I appreciate it, buddy. Sure. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I mean, so um, I don't know. Is there anything we didn't cover? I I, yeah, I kind of wanted to see where you're coming from and what took you to where you are. And it sounds like you're you know, you're in a really interesting place. That sounds really exciting. Um, And I know you maybe you feel like you're in a little bit of a hold period, but still like when you come back in like full force into the land business it sounds like you're going to have even more tools at your disposal that will help you be more successful and things like that is anything Mm -hmm. else on the horizon for you as far as like land or other entrepreneurial um ventures that you haven't mentioned
0: absolutely and i you know i'll be brief here um but we'll touch on that because i know that you'll be in a similar situation we are both and many of us are chasing cash flow so all of these, mm-hmm. you know, the land business, whether we're, whether we're doing notes or a subscription service with these tools that create or any of that is cash flow. trying to get out of the right way. So that's generic, right? Uh, more to the point, I'd kind of like to, uh, my goal for the future is to, use a lot of these funds not only for investing in more real estate deals but I kind of like to purchase perhaps an e-commerce business or set up a new sure. software business things of that nature in the future to just build that cash flow build that cash flow sure and get freedom and so I got long-term goals but yeah they're long-term the so. more
1: streams of income the better
0: yeah absolutely we're chasing that chasing that freedom so we we're, we're going to get there exactly uh, we just we gotta be together.
1: And uh, yeah, exactly. And the and the more we can help each other, the the tide raises all boats. That's interesting.
0: I haven't heard that one.
1: It's it's a good one, man. It's a it's an abundance mindset saying that I I I, I truly believe. Like I, I, I feel like if I help my friend get a sale in the land business, it's good for the land business. It's not stealing a sale from me. You know what I mean? Like we're 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 pushing consumers in the in the right direction as a whole. So, I don't know. That's that's my own mentality. I choose to believe the abundance mentality.
0: Well, I know you're a Podolsky fan, so I'll just say, oh, that's so great. I love it. I really <laughs> love it. <laughs> I love it as uh, I walk on my uh, moving treadmill, my uh, treadmill desk.
1: Hey, you know, I own a treadmill desk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're a little Podolsky. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I think I'm a big Podolski, but, you know, maybe one day I'll be a little Podolsky. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna uh,
0: see, pretty soon I'm going to see. Your, your real estate company going to own half of the body too.
1: Oh, I hope so, buddy. I hope so. <laughs> Maybe I'll have my own tread, treadmill desk company. <laughs> <laughs> Do it, man. Do it, yeah. Oh boy. Well, man, I appreciate you coming on and uh spending some time with us and telling us your story.
0: Yeah. Any any last words? Uh, no, I just guess I'd just make a plug. If anybody wants to contact me right now, i uh on the way to getting this into an official business. You can just contact me at my real estate company right now, Travis at foxholeacres.com. There's a story behind that. Won't get into it too much right now, but it's Travis at foxholeacres.com. Uh, you can just send me a message there and I'd be happy to talk, even if you just want to talk real estate or you know, talk about entrepreneurial endeavor, endeavors. I need more people of those, more of those people. In live so send me a message and just want to say thank you for bringing me on here i'd like to uh, interview you at some point maybe i need to start my own podcast so i'd I to I'd, love, tables on here.
1: I'd love to see it man i'd i'd love to be a guest if you get that put together and I appreciate all the the wealth of knowledge you brought to us and I'll, I'll link to those things that you just mentioned uh have a good night travis thanks for coming on
0: all right thanks noah
1: Thanks for listening to When Can I Quit My Job? Please remember to support the show by visiting com and clicking the Patreon and Amazon links. Also, subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Tell your friends about us. Liz and Noah are not financial or legal advisors, and all information given on this podcast should be consumed for entertainment purposes only.